From being homeless at the age of 12 to creating an eight-figure company with over 10,000 clients worldwide, I'm about to interview one of the most in-demand IT marketing consultants in the world. Keep listening as Robin Robbins joins me to discuss systems that generate more leads and more clients on this week's DMC Marketing Nugget. Get ready for insider secrets and tactics from successful business owners and industry titans. Welcome your host with the most, marketing master, best-selling author, CEO of DMC and Printivision, the guy that wants your business to thrive, Devin Hurds. To kick things off today, I have a great quote from our guest. No one knows how good you are until the sale. Before they buy, they only know how good your marketing is. Welcome our amazing guest today, Robin Robbins. Hey guys, how are you? Pleasure to be here. Do yeah, doing awesome. It's so wonderful to have you here through the years. I've watched your business explode. It's just been an inspiration to me to watch what you've done. And I know we have some similar roots following Dan Kennedy back in the day. But before we get into our discussion about systems, I'd love for you to share some of your story on really how you became one of the most sought after IT consultants in the industry. <laughs> Uh, it's a, it's a long and winding road. Um, I think like any entrepreneur, I always, I, I kind of like to describe myself as the, uh, a reluctant, uneducated, um, unwilling entrepreneur, um, started my business when I got fired from a job literally and had to eat. And it was right after September 11th. So I sort of scrapped around, um, I've been in sales my whole life and I learned the direct response marketing world. Um, by uh, in two ways. One, I went to work for uh, a couple of marketing agencies in a sales role, and then I discovered Dan Kennedy. And uh, Dan really was, I think, the um, one of those pivotal people in my life where he opened my eyes as a salesperson to show me there's a much better way to getting customers than beating your head against the wall, cold calling, and just old school uh, sales tactics. So. Um, you know, I started out, I knew I had to find a niche. I didn't stumble into IT because I had worked with a tech company before. Um, but, um, you know, it, it only takes one. I teach my clients that you need one really good client, one really good case study. Um, following Jay Abraham as well in the JV yeah. strategy, I use that um, to uh, start doing webinars and consulting for associations in the IT industry. And, um, you know, before I knew it, it was, you know, a year in and I had a couple dozen clients that I was coaching and doing marketing work for one on one. And, um, you know, that's nearly 20 years ago. And today we're a multimillion dollar marketing firm. We are the number one reseller of Keep, which is Infusionsoft. Some of you might sure. know it by Infusionsoft. Uh, we just won partner of the year. I say we like I did it all. It's like Danny Hallman and my team did it. Um, and, and yeah, we are the largest, uh, marketing consulting firm for it services companies, specifically MSPs, VARs, it consultants. Um, we also launched a virtual event platform in 2020 when the, when the pandemic hit. Um, so we now have big red virtual and big red media, which is my media company. And that is a multi-million dollar media company that serves companies like Dell and Microsoft and a bunch of others, if I named you. People, most of you on this call would not know, um, but we do marketing for them. Uh, we run peer groups, coaching programs, and done for you services. So it's really it's been a winding road, but um, but yeah, I mean, I'm happy to say we're 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 killing it. 
Uh, yeah, to, to hear that, especially with everything that's gone over on over the last couple of years is incredible. And what do you feel some of those key elements were that really helped with your success? I know as a business owner, you know, we run into scalability. We can't figure out how to necessarily handle everything. And growth is a great thing, but we also deal with that struggle of that hitting that plateau. What are some of the things that helped you out getting through some of those plateaus? Um, well, one, obviously, knowing how to sell stuff, big, yeah. big, big advantage. Uh, most small business owners are, to use a Michael Gerber term, technicians suffering from an entrepreneurial seizure. So they get an idea that they, in my case, they know how to support a network or they can do help desk or whatever. And then they decide, hey, I'm going to start an IT company. And running a company is an entirely different skill set and scaling a company than doing the technical work. Allow DMC to help you build an empire. Whether you crave the local limelight or global domination, being recognized as the clear choice takes deliberate action. Dynamic marketing consultants can equip you to tame the competition and become king of the beasts. It's a jungle out there, so eat or be eaten. Schedule your introductory call today at yourdmc.com. And so where I think for myself, the journey for me has been learning to be an entrepreneur rather than um, a technician, tech with helpers, so to speak, right? And, um, and even beyond a business owner, um, you know, to really run a business and learn how to recruit and hire people, lead teams, have financial disciplines in place and financial controls in place, systems and processes, um, really understanding your customer, looking for opportunities. See, those are all entrepreneurial things. And so I think um, the way we help our clients is again, you know, we our logo, Keep It Real, has that around the, the logo. And that stands for the type of business we help them build, which a real business, which is rewarding, easy, attractive, and lucrative versus a tech business, which is tedious, exhausting, chaotic, and hard. And so it is marketing. A big part of that is marketing. Um, but it's more than that. It's time management. It's being entrepreneurial in your thinking. It's being financially disciplined. Um, you know, so it's a lot that goes into it. Oh yeah, uh, absolutely. It's not easy, huh? Um, so I know you've worked with some amazing people. I believe you actually worked with Tony Robbins. What was that like? Uh, Tony is great. Uh, yeah, I was, I worked for Tony just shy of a year in, in a sales position. Um, yeah, I, I talk about it as the best internship I ever did because, you know, Tony basically, um, has everyone work, um, like 1099. I was a commission only salesperson, um, which is a story for another day, but it was a great learning experience. Um, Tony's great. Um, what you see is what you get, you know, and, right. um, you know, and, and I know we're going to talk about systems and, and right. sales process. And that really was the first place working for his organization was where I really did learn the, the concept of sales scripts and process um, because they, he was very, uh, at least my manager that it was that I reported to was very big on that and, and showed me how having a process 
and not just showing up and throwing up whatever I felt like, you know, really was going to improve my results. So yeah, it was great. Very, very cool. And um, I, I know you definitely have um, other mentors. Is there anyone else that you have worked with that uh, have given you some solid advice that you'd like to pass along to our audience? Oh, yeah. For one, absolutely for sure, is Dr. Nito Cobain, who's the president of High Point University, has been someone who's been very um, influential in my life. When I think of somebody who I would like to emulate from a character, hard work, intelligence, being an entrepreneur. I mean, I can't think of somebody that is of higher integrity and and just a successful human being as Dr. Cobain. So that would be one. Obviously, Dan Kennedy um, right. was very instrumental. Tony Robbins. Um, you know, I, I, I read a lot of different people and, and I've learned a lot from a lot of different people. Uh, my my current favorite uh, is uh, Jordan Peterson. I'm working on getting him to one of our events. Um, love, 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 love his take on um, just having responsibility. And he's kind of like Tony Robbins, but he's a he. It's like a whole different version of motivational speaking. And if you ever get a chance to listen yeah. to him, I, I you know that that would be somebody I would recommend as well. Okay. Love, love hearing that. Always love to get different content, different points of view. So I appreciate that. And I will definitely look into him and uh, recommend that our audience does the same. Uh, one, one issue, I'm going to be a little selfish here, but scalability, again, going back to that, uh, getting through that is, do you feel that it's been primarily just building that team or what has helped you be able to handle this many clients? Is it, you know, being able to sell one to many webinars? What, what do you feel um, you contribute your success to on that end? Well, really for scalability, you got to be able to build a business and a team that gets the work done without you doing it. Because a lot of small business owners, I think it's like 79% of businesses are small non-employers, meaning they're solo, you know, they're solo workers. And I wouldn't even call them solopreneur or, you know, because that's a marketing term someone made up to pander to that audience. Cause there's no, you're not an entrepreneur if you're working for yourself, you're, sure. you're self-employed, that's different. So, um, you know, yeah, you've got to learn how to build systems and processes. You got to build a team of people who can get the work done without you doing it all. And you got to build leaders who can lead workers to, to get work done. That's, you know, I mean, I'm sure there's some businesses where you don't need a big team, but if you're really going to be in the services industry, like we are, um, or you're going to, I don't know, be a carpet cleaner or a heating cooling company or a realtor. I mean, and not just a realtor, but have a real estate firm. Team. You gotta, you gotta build, you gotta build sales teams and and operations teams and so forth. And so, I know that that a lot of people get allergic to that, and I get it because it's not an easy thing. Um, I, my clients always uh, remind me that, hey, remember that time when you swore you'd never have more than ten employees, um, and now we're um, we actually, I mean, we're we're around seventy employees, and for our revenue, wow. that's really small. That's like we are, you know, most companies are doing about um, about $100,000, you know, per per employee, but we're we're pushing 30 million with 70 employees. So um, we, but we we're very efficient. We have systems and processes. We everything is about scalability, not custom work. Because um, custom work is another thing that'll slow you down if you're constantly doing custom work. 
Um, so yeah, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of variables. It's not just one thing. It's not just selling one to many. It is, you know, although that's, that's a strategy of always thinking, how do we scale this without, you know, with people, without people. Um, but yeah, it's, it's all of those things wrapped into one in order to grow a business and scale it and PS get to a place where someday you can exit or retire because you might feel great right now going up, getting up at 5 a.m. every morning and getting after it. But there's going to come a time when you're going to probably say, you know what, it'd be nice if I didn't have to do this every day. And um, if you've built a business that is basically a job uh, and you have helpers, you know, it's not a sellable asset in for the most part. I mean, there's always exceptions. I'm not going to say, sure. you know, overall, but yeah. Yeah, I, I would say that's the, the truth. I think, um, you know, having time to enjoy, I've mentioned that many a times on the show, it's not all about work, but you got to be able to plan and have those things in place to enjoy life and make sure you're spending the time doing the things that you love doing. And of course, we love working, but at the same time, we want to have that freedom to do what we want to do when we want to do it. Um, so let, let's go ahead and, and dig in now. You've helped over 10,000 plus IT businesses, and uh, I know that your methods work in other industries as well. Um, since clients only know how good you are from the marketing before they buy, why is it so important to build a marketing system to help your business thrive? Um, well, marketing, a lot of people think marketing is this creative process where you sit down and you come up with a new campaign and you do it every week, you do it every month. Marketing really is about systems and processes. So if you have, there, there isn't, there isn't a hundred best ways to make a cold call or to uh, send an email or do a webinar. I mean, yeah, you change the topics and some of the content for sure, but the underlying principles are what works is what works. And so what you wanna do is you wanna learn the, the core principles of what gets an email to work, what gets a webinar to work, what gets a seminar to work, what gets somebody to respond to a direct mail piece or take a phone call. And you wanna, you don't wanna be, you don't want to be creative just for creative sake. You want to be creative to test new things, but you really want to get it down to a core system. So there is one best way to close a sale. There's one best way to make a phone call. There's one best way to overcome an objection. And I, and I teach that to my salespeople, but marketing is no different. I mean, we've got a campaign that's been running for nearly eight years and every year it brings in over a million dollars in business and 400 to 450 new customers. And I haven't changed that thing. I mean, a little bit, but by and large, it's 90% the same process and has been for the last nine years. I'm not waking up every morning and inventing. And if you want to succeed and you want to scale and you want to do it quickly, you got to stop a lot of the inventing and and start getting into systems and processes and it's not just marketing it's everything from how do you answer the phone how do you onboard a customer how do you deal with an unhappy customer how do you bill an invoice how do you collect money how do you 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 need a process for delivering what it is that you sell um, because if it's pure free-range chicken and you just kind of give the two-part training to your employees of good luck and hang in there. I mean, forget it. You're going to have a mess on your hands. So it's not just a marketing principle. It's a business principle. But definitely in marketing, you want to have systems and processes, offers that are consistent, that work over time, and you can put them out in different uh, media. 
Um, but yeah, you don't want to constantly get up and reinvent. It's There's proven principles that work. If you study marketing and advertising direct response, there's proven strategies that work. And you don't want to constantly try to reinvent the wheel. You want to take something that works and then dial it in and carve it out and carve it out and dial it in and tighten the screws until that thing is really producing uh, a result within an acceptable range of variable, you know, variance. You're always going to have a little bit over and over and over again that you can rinse and repeat. I, I think that's uh, amazing there because people just want to, hey, we can throw an ad out there on Facebook and all of a sudden, where are my leads coming from? Where's my business? Where are my sales coming from? And it's just not that easy. That system right. takes, you know, either years of your experience of trying and failing and figuring it out, or we got to go ahead and implement, you know, five, 10 different ads, split tests, take those analytics, and then continue to focus on the ones that are performing to really hone in the uh, continued efforts that we have going on there. So I think that's very important. And I know people that are just, hey, well, we want you to market and they expect results tomorrow. It's not mm -hmm. always that easy. So from our backgrounds, being through enough, we, we definitely know those tactics to get people to where they need to be quicker. But we also know that you have to have patience to understand it's gonna take some time to really see what your audience is gonna react to. Mm -hmm. um, so now that your marketing is bringing in some opportunities, how would you recommend winning more of those deals that uh, come through? Well, again, it's not a one thing. Um, it's a matrix of things that you've got to get right. One being make sure you're marketing to the right people who are high probability prospects. Another a mistake a lot of people make in marketing is they are they're spending money in advertising to uh, pools of prospects or areas where they're low probability buyers or prospects and they're wasting their money. So one is make sure you concentrate your efforts, your money, your time on high probability prospects. And to do that, it requires you to really think about who is the most likely person to buy what I'm selling. Who's that slam dunk customer? And then you start think, then start thinking about media. Where do those people hang out? Who influences them? What magazines do they read? What podcasts do they listen to? Uh, what associations do they belong to? And trade shows do they attend? And when you, you know, so you got to get clear on your customer. Um, and then, you know, market and advertise to the people who are most likely to buy. Then, you know, the next thing is you got to have something worth selling. I mean, there's there is no shortage of anything anywhere today. And so what you got to approach the marketplace as an entrepreneur, you got to think like the world doesn't need another fill in the blank. We don't need another realtor. We don't need another plumber. Well, I don't need another pool cleaner. I don't need another landscaper. You know, I don't need another accountant. We certainly don't need another lawyer. And I know it's hurtful. Ben Glass, I love you. I'm just, I'm joking. Yeah, we, we um, love you, Ben. <laughs> yeah, uh, but you know, and you have, but they don't need another marketer. They don't need another me, right? And so when right. you start with that premise, you have to think about what irritates your customers. What are they not getting? What do they hate about dealing with somebody? Like if I am working with a software company or if I'm working with a web developer, what do people hate about working with your type of business? And in order to increase sales, you know, it's not just about having clever marketing. It actually is about starting with the product or the service. I always say service marketing starts with the service and there's only so much you can polish a turd. I mean, if, you're, if your service sucks, 
then, you know, your marketing, you're going to be doing marketing and, and you're only going to, if it's good marketing, you're going to accelerate that pace at which people find out you're no good. Thank you, Dan Kennedy. That's one of his sayings. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. you are, um, you know, or the marketing's not going to work because you really don't have anything exciting or interesting or new or relevant to talk about. So I know everybody wants the, what's the headline? What's the email? What's the, What's the, um, you know, we hire someone like Dave D and say, you know, give me the webinar that closes people and you can do that. But if really you got to have the goods, um, it, especially if you're going to be long term in a particular market. Right. If you're going to like me, I don't there. There's only about 50,000. I've heard anywhere from 40,000 to 70,000 MSPs in the world. So my niche is very small. Um, I can't afford to burn customers and not deliver because they all talk to each other and I'm going to run out of rope. Um, so, you know, my, I think one of the things that differentiates our style of marketing the most is that we really do hammer home. You got to have a good service and you got to improve that because otherwise you're lying to the marketplace, uh, with your advertising and marketing, telling them you're the best, you're the fastest, you're, you know, buy from me. You got to answer that USP question: Why, why you versus everybody else that they can buy from? And I think that's where it really needs to start: knowing your customer and delivering something that is truly unique and of value to them, not just being Applebee's. You know what I mean? Like it's the middle of the road, nothing interesting um, type of type of deal. Yeah, understood. And and I know that it just gets so overwhelming because you're trying to keep up with everyone on social media. And now you got multiple platforms that you're trying to do things and everyone wants more likes, more followers. But at the end of the day, if that's not getting you more business, you need to be focusing elsewhere. So I think starting with the avatar, who those perfect clients are is, is yeah. a great nugget there as well. Yeah, um, I mean, like, I'll, like I'll just to, to write on that, like, like for MSPs, there's not that many. I don't want to, if I have a million YouTube subscribers, I can tell you that only about a fraction of them are going to be worth anything to me. The rest are worthless because there's only 40,000 MSPs in the world and I'm not, they're not all on YouTube. So if I have right. a million subscribers, then I'm wasting my time on YouTube unless a big proportion of them or a sufficient portion are MSPs. So social media, we think it's like a popularity contest. And the more subscribers and likes and everything, and it makes your ego feel good. But I, I know a lot of people who have huge followings on social media and they are not making any money. Um, they're small businesses. Um, and so again, if that's, I mean, if that's your game, then that's your game. But for me, I actually want paying customers and, um, I, I want to spend my time money on the things that are going to bring me those paying customers, not just make me look popular out there on social media so I can beat my chest like a, you know, and like a feed my ego. Yeah. And that's hard because it's really hard to do because everybody is, is. susceptible to it. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've, I've done it. I mean, I, I still do it. You know, you want more, you want yeah, to see people or you were spending time building content. You want to see more likes, more follows. Uh, but I also have trained myself to say, Hey, take a step back, 
look at where the dollars are coming from and put more energy towards that. So that has really helped me just even over the last year. Uh, so mm -hmm. I, I think that that advice is, is priceless. There is just, you know, we don't need to win the popularity. We need to keep our business going. We need to keep our team happy and we need to keep seen. Um, so, you know, don't get caught up in all the stuff that's out there. Focus on what's bringing in the dollars and, and keeping your clients happy, I think is, is great. Uh, another thing that we've learned from, from Dan and, and other uh, mentors of ours, uh, becoming an authority figure, right? And, and that's uh, maybe a little bit on the popularity contest side, but you are the face person. It's what people are buying into. Uh, with that, there comes a lot of responsibilities, a lot of time that it takes to, to be that face person, being at events, being on webinars, shows like this. What are some techniques that you're using and recommending to your clients to really help with the time management? Um, well, you know, when we're talking about, first of all, I don't like the term time management because you okay. can't manage time that you can't True. multiply, you can't pause it, you can't go back. So you don't manage time. Um, it's self-management. So you've got to understand everything is about disciplining yourself and, um, disciplining yourself requires that you got to know what you got to be very, very clear on what your goals are. And most people aren't. They say they they say they set goals, and I say, okay, well, show them to me. They don't have them written down. Uh, they don't review them every day, um, and so you know you can't hit a target that you don't have, or that's fuzzy. You know, because a radio dial, if it's just slightly off the dial, delivers nothing but static. Hmm. So you got to be clear on your goals. You got to be clear on what what productivity activities are delivering the results you want. What are the most important things? And this requires you to sit down and think and turn off the TV and the YouTube channel and the phone and literally sit there and think it through, write out everything you got to get done um, and then prioritize. So thinking in terms of outcomes is really important. Most people don't think in terms of outcomes. They think in terms of tasks. What do I got to get done today? What do I want to do today? They don't think in terms of outcomes. Like what's in, what's one outcome I want to produce? Like, I'll give you an example. If I say to my salespeople, I want you to go uh, get an appointment with this person, this prospect. And I come back a week later and I, did you get the appointment? And they go, no, I'm, you know, they didn't call back as I called them and I emailed them. Well, I didn't ask you to call and email them. That's not the outcome. The outcome was get an appointment. I don't care if you have to go fly there and knock on their door or send a carrier pigeon. The goal, like we, you want to think in terms of outcomes, not just tasks and things I got to get done. And again, most people don't think that way, but if you can train yourself that way, when you hire an employee um, or you hire a vendor to do marketing for you, what's the outcome? What does success look like? That's a question I ask all the time when I'm coaching a client, what does success look like? And most people haven't clarified it for themselves. And so, you know, if you haven't clarified it and you're trying to hire people, you're trying to delegate, you're trying to outsource, you're trying to discern through your day what to pay attention, you got to know what are the outcomes I'm trying to achieve. Because if you're clear on the outcomes, then the how you get there can be fluid. You can change. You can take a different direction. If you know your outcome, you might say, you know what, A, B, and C of these things on my calendar, they're not even important. I don't even know why I'm doing them and just not do them. And so, um, again, I think what most people, they, they're not clear on their goals. They're not clear on their outcomes. They also don't schedule things. I, I am driven. I am schedule driven. I schedule even when to eat. I schedule when I work out. I schedule everything. 
And um, I do leave wiggle room in my schedule. I'm not like, you know, it's not some days it's there's chunks in my days where it's minute by minute. But, you know, I schedule it in. What do I want to get done? What do I got to accomplish? And then if I schedule to get I write an article and it I and I give myself an hour, I get it done in an hour. I can't take two hours because I got to if it's not done, I got to find another spot in my schedule to work on that article. And I got to open my calendar and go, where am I going to work on this? You know, and if I can't move it, I then I have to force and discipline myself to get it done in the time I have allocated, because that's that's how you really become more productive is is being hyper aware of where you're spending your time and choosing what you're spending your time on. Yeah, I, I can imagine a lot of people that are, are watching this are saying, yeah, that, that's me. I have all these tasks and I'm constantly struggling to keep up with it. So that time blocking the mindset. I would say is, is so crucial to just having that the total outcome that you want with just your overall success, because it's not just day to day, but it's that long road ahead. How do I get to where I want to be? So I, I'm just, you know, this is why you're the top uh, IT consultant, because you have all these great uh, details. So um, I'm going to definitely chew on those and, and use some of this uh, throughout our motivation and, and our team meetings. Um, with what you've got going on, I know you're constantly expanding. Uh, so into a, a little bonus question here, but what's motivating your team right now? And then go into what you have in store for the future and, and really how you're continuing to grow. Yeah, I mean, what's motivating motivating us is we're winning. I mean, we're growing. Um, COVID took a little bit of wind out of our sales. We are an event company. And so COVID shutdowns happened three weeks before our big annual event. And uh, we had 1,200 people registered. We had over 100 vendors. We had sales. Everything was already done and we had to shut it all down. And I had to, it triggered about, just shy of a million dollars in refunds that I shelled out in a period of about oh. three weeks. Um, yeah, and it was very painful. But we're, we're, I'm debt free personally and in the business. We're fully capitalized. And I was able to give those refunds without laying a single person off. So last year, we only grew about 3%. This year, sales are up 28%. Um, so I did the right thing. I continued to hire. We continue to invest in people, process, um, development. And we just we didn't, we just pushed right through it. So that's what motivates us. So like anybody out there, I'm hiring. So if you're in sales or marketing, please come talk to me. Um, you know, we're hiring for sales, sales leadership, marketing. We, we're doing our done-for-you services is our one of our fastest growing divisions and right. as is um, our media company where we're selling marketing media, uh, you know, for big, large tech companies. So, okay. you know, th- that's, that's what keeps a team motivated is, and, and, and I should say a players because a players, really good people want to work for a company that's winning and that is growing because they want that excitement. They want that opportunity. They, you know, good people aren't going to stay around with a deadpan company that's barely surviving or just kind of ticking over. They don't want to be there. They want to go where they can learn new things. I mean, we get, I get marketing managers that come knock on my door and they want to come work for me because we actually do all kinds of marketing. I know that sounds crazy, but there's a lot of marketing firms that don't do marketing. I mean, we try anything and everything and we have budgets. Um, there's a lot of marketing people are hired. They're not given any budget. And so they, they have ideas, but they can't execute because the owner's like being a tightwad parked on his wallet and he's not doing anything. 
So, um, you know, what makes us drive and motivate is, is we are getting results for our company. I've got a tremendous team. Our culture is really solid. It's something I work on every day. No drama, work hard, do what you say. Um, if you're a, if you want a place to hide and slow walk it, this is not the place I'm telling you right now. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what drives us forward. We're winning, we're growing, we're succeeding. Um, I've got several big strategic partnerships with companies like Datto, like Kaseya, Mm -hmm. um, and a bunch of others I could mention, but some of you wouldn't, you wouldn't even know because it's like, you'd have to be in the IT world, cybersecurity companies. Um, and there's all that is fueling growth, cybersecurity compliance. Um, and that all is demands marketing and, um, and, and those services. So we're, we're, we're crushing it and we're just growing and I absolutely need talent of any ilk. So come go to technologymarketingtoolkit.com and hit the contact me and just don't worry about the position. I, I don't have to have a position to hire somebody. If I find somebody good, I make a position for them because we're growing that fast. Yeah, I love that. I was just going to ask how people should get a hold of you. So is that both anyone in the IT world as well that should go there and people that potentially are looking for a position? Well, you know, the other website is robinrobbins.com. Um, you okay. could go there. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, mostly, I know most of your people listening are probably small business owners that aren't IT companies. I mean, if you're an IT company, it's a no-brainer. You go to technologymarketingtoolkit.com and you buy, right? Um, that's that's what you do. But, but outside of that, I mean, yeah, they could go there. I mean, we have a ton of articles and videos and stuff, and I'm sure there's some some value there. But um yeah, we, you know, really, I only work with uh, with MSPs or anybody in the tech industry. So I get approached, and occasionally I'll take a side consulting gig. Um, I haven't done it in over a year, but by intention, you know. So if you're a, I mean, I'll respectfully decline. I'm always like the salesperson in me is always like, oh no, don't say that. What's the deal? Um, <laughs> yeah, that's the hardest know, thing to say no, right? Yeah, yeah waving a big enough check, but really, I mean, that's that's our bread and butter. Um, that um, it, it, you know, doing the CRM systems, the done for you marketing, and so forth, all for the tech industry. But but yeah, if you're looking for employment, for sure, you know, come check our website out and just hit the. You can, I mean, you can connect with me on Facebook, LinkedIn. I'm not hard to find, so you know, right. just connect with me some way. This is true. And we'll definitely have uh, that information as well in the description that accompanies this video. So we'll have those uh, links in there for anyone that's interested. Um, Any last thoughts for our audience here? I know we've got uh, 2022 and new year, new things, anything else that you want to uh, provide to our audience? I I think, um, again, you know, opening with with what we or closing with what we started with was really, you got to make a decision if I mean, people think they need more marketing, but what they really need is a dose of being an entrepreneur and really thinking about themselves as a business owner, entrepreneur, rather than just a solopreneur, you know, keeping playing small, they think small, they don't spend money on the business. Um, You know, you really got to, you got to get that juice behind you. If you're going to grow a business, scale a business and sell it and and make money in the, you know, so it's not just selling selling it and making money when you sell it but it's you know growing it making money all along the way as well and enjoying it you know having a good crew of people having great clients my definition of success is doing what you love for people you love and making a lot of money while you're doing it that's there that's the key and um you know i have i found that i have found that and um you know i'm very there's days when i'm frustrated of course and tired yeah. but 
for the most part, you know, that's exactly what I found. And that's what you should build for yourself as well. Yeah, I, I think that's so important. And I, I found that as well. But there's, you know, there's always going to be those days that you struggle and you're waking up and you're not feeling great about coming into work. But for the most yeah. part, you know, having that and, and knowing your outcome too, as you mentioned, that's going to help the marketers that you're working with You're in your team. If you're working with an internal team or an outsourced marketing team, if we as marketers don't know what outcomes you want personally and in your business, we don't have that direction as well. So we're just trying all different things. So I think it's just been amazing advice today. Really, really appreciate your time. I know you're very busy with everything going on and uh, be sure to follow Robin out there. And uh, if you are looking for a position, you can reach out to her as well. So thank you again. It's been a pleasure. I wish you continued success through the new year. You too. Thanks so much. You bet. So remember to head over to dmcmarketingnugget.com to subscribe to our channel and view all our past Nugget episodes and follow us on your favorite streaming apps. Be fun, be consistent, and be dynamic. Here's to your success.